This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. Today, we're joined by Jana Sullivan. She is a happiness expert with more than 27 years of experience running programs that help underserved populations. She spends her time sharing the mathematical formula of happiness and why it's within our power to achieve 90% happiness. I've been looking forward to talking to you for a while. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. It's an honor to be on your program. Thank you. Well, I want to kick off with something I got from you and you say why living a life of gratitude will not make you any happier. That goes against everything I think and what I've been saying on this podcast for the past year. <laughs> tell, tell me why I'm wrong. Well, because we grow up with this uh, misunderstanding that you'll be happy when you'll be happy when you get married, you'll be happy when you get divorced, you'll be happy when you win the lottery, you'll be happy when I my kids are in school again with the pandemic, you know, that type of thing. And happiness is actually a state of being, regardless of any circumstance. So that is why it's Gratitude is a little different. We're grateful for many things that we do in our life. Uh, but the state of being of peace, of joy, of clarity, purpose, and just being happy is within. I feel like you sort of uh, assert that there's a set level of happiness for each person and you try to unlock them to get there. And you use this set point theory of happiness. Did a little digging to that. And that says that our level of subjective well-being is determined primarily by hereditary and personal traits ingrained in us early in life. So if it's ingrained in us early in life, how can we ever be happy? Because we never were in charge of it in the first place. 50% <laughs> science has proved that 50% uh, are genetic in our happiness set point, okay? So genetically, yes, there is a 50% set point there. Now the other 40% is that which is more uh, based on behavioral uh, aspects. So, uh, and those behavioral aspects can be changed. Those are the cellular neural pathways in your brain that can be changed. Um, and the other, that would, and if that was 40% happy all the time, then you're always 90% happy. And the other 10% is really the transitional set, uh, things that happen in your life that may cause uh, sadness, uh, but they're temporary things. So like uh, we know that attitude is um, really everything on the road to happiness. And um, so you have to have an expectant attitude, but uh, the thing that's a couple things we have 60,000 thoughts a day, 60,000, 95% of those thoughts are the same thoughts you had yesterday. And that means if you're thinking poor me or negativity, or you have some kind of, it's against the law of attraction, positive attracts positivity, negative attracts negativity. So if you have negative thoughts, okay, then 80% of the time you're being robbed of happiness. So yeah. that's a, the basis. Uh, the law of attraction is if you think something positive, positivity follows you. 
So that, uh, that's what science has discovered that the negative responses that we have in the repeated negativity will actually reinforce into our brains in a neurological order. And so what happens is uh, if we want to begin to generate something uh, positive and change that pathway, then we have to uh, kind of re repeat the positive behavior instead of the negative behavior. And uh, at first it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's almost what happens when you go through recovery with addictions. You gotta change the neurocellular pathways in your, your brain. That completely tracks with me and I get it, but something Larry and I talk about often, and I don't think we have the answer is, do you need hardship to experience happiness in a more fulfilling way? Like we would say that maybe Prince Harry has never had any resistance in his life and therefore might not be able to achieve the same happiness as someone in the third world. But I'm curious what you think about that. Um, uh, no, you do not have to have, uh, my opinion, you do not have to have um, hardship in your life to be happy. We are created good. We are created with love and we should do what we love and love what we do. And sometimes they, we are exposed uh, to feelings and emotions and we, um, we allow our thought processes of wanting to be acknowledged, of wanting to be respected, instead of uh, looking at it like um, an artist's palette, you know, you put the little colors and you paint, your mood sets the tone. And so, uh, you know, they're all different colors and shades, but if it's always, if you put the, the darkness and the gray on a palette, it's all going to be dull and yucky. So if, you, you know, we are created with a different uh, aspect, one with a purpose, and rather than exploit the, those differences of negativity, then we should be able to change our attitude and, and use positivity in those differences. Okay, Gianna, I'm going to give you a hard one here. I'm going for this. <laughs> Is there such a thing as fake happiness? Because I see these people that seem like they're happy all the time. And whether they're happy or not, they are seeming to be happy. And you just said, if you're positive, you'll attract positiveness. But I know that somebody can't be happy all the time. So is there such thing as fake happiness? Well, yeah, I do believe that. I mean, look, we all live a life. It does not mean if you are happy that you won't have uh, um, circumstances that might happen and befall you and you can't just fake be happy all the time. I mean, it's how you respond to the situation that corrects how you have your, uh, your level of peace within you. So, uh, I mean, I mean, certainly you can, you can be happy, but you could have an unfortunate circumstance that happens and, uh, you have to be realistic with yourself and say, Oh my gosh, you know, but how am I going to respond to this unfortunate situation? I have two choices. I can be really down or negative or poor me, or I can see it as an opportunity of light, uh, a challenge to overcome, um, or um, it's, we learn from a situation. So uh, just have to approach it differently. Are you a victim or a victor? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you guys are great. You're really yeah. 
So you've been doing this for over 27 years and you serve, I'm, I'm guessing you've come in contact with a wide range of people and you help underserved populations. I've traveled and I've found that the people that seem to be the happiest are people I've run into in the third world who don't have anything and they seem genuinely happy. Do you see a common thread from people who have more money, more problems or like is there something to that? Um, I think sometimes the more we are given, the more we expect. And when you give without seeking consolation, or if you give just to be, uh, and you're, you are generally grateful in the sense that you have your life, your good health, or you're in a situation where you are, but there is, there's something great in your life coming or you're, you're there like today is a great day being here. You just are my heroes today. You made my day. Yeah. So you think of it that way, it changes. Uh, there are very simple people. They, they, they love other people. That means so much to them that they're not really seeking success and power. Su uh, success is, um, uh, comes when you're happy. And um, um, happiness is really where your true success is. Success doesn't make you happy. It's the happiness that gives you success. So um, that's, uh, I think, um, what I'm trying to say. Okay, so I don't mean to make you unhappy with this question, but <laughs> you are a certified happiness coach. And so I assume that people expect you to be happy all the time, are people ever bummed out that you're not happy and you should be happy all the time because you're a certified happiness coach? <laughs> I'm a genuine person. Okay. I'm a person that, like you, have feelings. Oh. And, um, Wait a minute, you're not a robot? I was at <laughs> my suspicions for a second. But I am upbeat and energetic. And, um, and I do a lot of praying and, and meditation, and uh, which is science has proved that is so important for your peace and good health. Um, and I love, and when you love people or love things or, but I love people. I have a passion for people. When you love genuinely care about the other person, then, um, you know, that, that shows, I mean, that, that there, their light around you, everyone has, you know, waves of light and, um, that they've been proven that this is transformational. Um, there's been science even um, in water through Pittsburgh studies and stuff. That if you even look at a water and you give love to water, good positive thoughts to water, that water will turn crystallized into something beautiful. Okay. If you have yucky, it'll turn into something almost diabolical. So. Well, we have your Zoom handle now, so we're just going to randomly call you every once in a while and see if you answer happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep you accountable. Well, Jana Sullivan, thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to find more about being happiness or the mathematical formula, you can go to fasttracktohappiness.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Andrew for Larry and Jana saying thanks for stopping by. Thank you guys. Thanks for that, Larry. I agree. <laughs>